This podcast is brought to you by Convo Cloth, the official clothing apparel of the NBC podcast. For the latest apparel, please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com. Now, let's get into the latest episode of the NBC podcast with your boy, S. McCann. Good people. It's the NBC podcast with your boy S. McCann, and this is episode 36 the Ben Simmons James Harden trade. The deal got done, it was looking a little murky, but at the last hour, both teams pulled the trigger. And as we know as Sixers fans, we was looking to get this thing rectified, the Ben Simmons situation, and it was rectified. And so in this episode, I break down the specifics of the trade, the net side, the Sixers side, and also what both teams will look like in the future. So sit back, relax, let's get The Brooklyn Nets and the Philadelphia 76ers agreed on a blockbuster deal just hours before the trade deadline. And in this deal, The Sixers moved Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and Andre Drummond, and two first-round draft picks to Brooklyn. The Sixers received James Harden and Paul Millsap. Brooklyn, part of this deal, will receive Philadelphia's unprotected 2022 first round pick with the right to defer it to 2023 as well as a top eight protected 2027 first round pick. The top pick will remain top eight protected in 2028 and will turn into two second round picks and $2 million in cash if it doesn't convey in either season. Something that the Sixer fans were looking to do since the last year in the offseason when James Harden was available for the Houston Rockets. At that time, The Sixers didn't pull off that deal because Houston wanted too much because of Daryl Morey just left the Houston Rockets. And so they didn't want to trade James Harden to the Philadelphia 76ers. As that was his first choice to go to. Brooklyn seen the opportunity to get better 
and win a championship. And so they traded for James Harden. Three-team deal. During that whole season last year, our team, Ben Simmons, the front office, Doc Rivers, seemed like they were just walking on eggshells because they wanted that trade done. Not Ben Simmons, but the team. And so that was the first, I guess, straw that broke the camel's back in Ben Simmons because he felt like he wasn't wanted from the Sixers. He played through that, became an all-star last year, and during the playoffs, he had a mental breakdown against the Hawks. He had a wide-open dunk, didn't dunk it, Everybody knows the rest. After that series, during the offseason, his representation went to the Sixers and said, could we get a trade? The Sixers came back and said, yes, but we're looking to get fair value for Ben Simmons. Because they still looked at Ben Simmons as still an asset to the Sixers. He's young. He's under contract. He's a three-time All-Star, two-time All-Defensive first-team player. When you have this type of player on your team, you're just not going to give him up for nothing, which is understandable. So in the offseason, Doc... Joel try to go see him, trying to rectify the situation of what they said when they got bounced out the playoffs. Some will say what they said wasn't that bad, but they still said it. And so they tried to, you know, rectify that, what they said, and, and try to clear that up. He wasn't having it. He pushed everybody away. So fast forward to the beginning of the year, he told the Sixers he ain't showing up. He told them that he would never wear a Sixers uniform again. Training camp came, he wasn't there. They started finding him. Once the game started going on and preseason and everything. So for him... To try to stop the bleeding. He came in. And. He came into practice. But he didn't give no effort. Once he didn't get no effort. Doc said. If you're not going to play. Get the hell out. And So that's what he did. He just left. And so he didn't come back. He continued to work out on his own. Two to three times a day. In the facility around Philly, you know, the drill. He's trying to stay in shape. He didn't know when a trade would happen. So that lingered over the team. They didn't know who was going to get traded with him, how that will 
turned out. And so last week, the trade happened for James Harden. On James Harden's end, he came in training camp and to the season. He did the same thing what he did when he was in Houston when he wanted to get traded out. Didn't give much effort, came in out of shape, and then it just got worse these last two weeks where he hurt his hand, sprain or something, and then he hurt his hamstring, and then he sat out. And so the writing was on the wall. And there's all reports out there about the Cold War between Durant, Kyrie, and Harden, and all of that. I don't want to get into that because I'm just here to talk about strictly basketball. What these two players and other players will give both teams as a basketball player on paper if they come in healthy can they bring to each team? So the Sixers, James Harden, if he comes back to be an MVP caliber player, dropping 25, 12, and 8, he's going to give us a chance to be in the conversation of a championship. Not to win it, to be in the conversation. And that's all you will want for your team right now. To be in the conversation of winning the championship. This trade is not all chips are in type of deal. Just because we got James Harden. I really think that our team can make another trade. Or get Tobias contract off the books to bring in other pieces for James Harden and Joel Embiid. This team needs shooting. This team might need a big, but what we really need is outside shooting, which we lost. And I'm going to break that down when I talk about the Nets. But yes, this James Harden deal put us in the conversation of a championship. If he comes into Philly looking like MVP James Harden, if he just comes and gives us 20 and 20 and 10 and five rebounds or whatever and, and is willy-nilly, man, it's just going to be the same stuff. You're just replacing Seth Curry basically because you didn't have Ben Simmons, and you just replacing that with 20 points. And I think Seth was scoring like 15-plus or whatever for us. That's not what we need. We need a dynamic playmaker that James Harden is. And as of right now, he's sitting out the last two games before the All-Star break sitting out the All-Star game, and then he said he's going to be ready to go after that. And that just tells me that he's serious in getting into shape for the second half of the season. And we all seen stars give enough the first half of the season 
just like a LeBron. He'll give just enough to become an all-star, give you just enough his numbers and all of that, some wins and, and everything else, just to make it to the second half of the season. And then they turn it up. They start turning it up second half of the season. So James Harden is in that little bubble of of stars that know their body, when to turn it up, when to turn it on, when to turn it off. And I just hope that we get, because the Sixers are my team, I just hope that we get the MVP James Harden. Because if we do that, we will be in the conversation. The moves that we do need to make, basically on the buyout market, we need a shooter or a scorer or something else to give us some some type of umph off of the bench. We need that. And I think our bigs, Charles Bassey, Paul Reed, can handle spurts of playing center. Just spurts. Because in the playoffs, Joel Embiid playing the whole game. We know that. So just spurts. But our team constructed now, Danny Green is washed. And we don't have a dead-eye shooter on the perimeter. Tobias Harris is up and down during the season. He give you 21 night and then six the other night. Like, you, you, he got, has to be consistent. That's the main. See, the, the James Harden trade is fine. You pair him with Joel Embiid, and that's good. But that third person has to come to play every night. Has to. So if James Harden is off, Tobias is there to pick both stars up. So James Harden is off the first, second, and third quarter. Tobias is just giving the the team a steady score that they can hang their hat on. He has to be. He can't give us six points. He can't. He has to be a 20-point scorer. And it's going to be easier. James Harden on the sixes is going to make everybody's job easier because he's a playmaker with the ball in his hands. He's a score-first type player. But when he doesn't have that, he will find an open man. He played point guard in high school, and he played point guard in college. And y'all seen what he did in Houston. The ultimate playmaker, MVP type guy. But our roster is thin. We need shooting. And hopefully the buyout market will give us that. This trade for the Brooklyn Nets. On paper, they look like the best team, one of the best teams in the NBA. You are pairing a guy, and I'm just looking at this as if everyone is healthy. If you get the Ben Simmons, all-star Ben Simmons, just 15, 8, and 8, with the ball in his hands, distributing the ball, you have those other players, Kyrie, Durant, Joe Harris. He's hurt. I don't know when he's coming back. Patty Mills, 
Seth Curry, Andre Drummond. You just have a 6'10", 6'11", point guard getting the ball to all of these playmakers. I'm telling y'all, this is going to be something different. Any 25, and I'm telling you, he going to be hungry when he comes back. Ben Simmons is one of my favorite players in the NBA. He going to be hungry. If he hungry and he come back to all-star Ben Simmons, my goodness. We ain't going to say, oh, who won this trade or whatever. On paper, the Nets look like a better team. But if James Harden comes back to MVP James Harden with MVP Joel Embiid, that's going to be crazy to watch. These two teams in the playoffs is going to be so good. So good. But let's look at this team. You got Ben Simmons, Kyrie, KD, Seth, Andre Drummond. That can be a starting five right there. Then when you want to rest Kyrie and Durant in the third quarter or second quarter, you got Ben Simmons out there. We're all shooters. You put Ben Simmons. If Joe Harris comes back from his ankle injury or whatever, then you got Ben Simmons, Joe Harris, Patty Mills, Seth Curry. Then you can throw James Johnson in there to play D. Come on, man. Opening up. And then if you don't want Ben Simmons to play center on that team, you can throw Nick Claxton out there running with Ben Simmons. That's lob all day. Come on, man. If you are a basketball fan and if you can't see the potential of the Nets just on paper, I don't know if they're going to come back healthy or whatever, just the potential. They're a better team with Ben Simmons than James Harden because Ben Simmons Gives you everything that you needed. Defense. Rebounding. Another playmaker. Ball handler. And another key is defense. You're going to have James Johnson. Ben Simmons. And then Bruce Brown out there playing a little D. Yo, they can lock up now. But Ben Simmons with those shooters. I'm telling you. That's going to be nuts. That's going to be crazy. I ain't even talking about Blake Griffin because, you know, Blake Griffin a little washed in me. But still, so you got Drum, Ben, Kevin, the length, the length. Come on, man. If y'all don't see that, Kevin Durant guy don't have to do nothing but score. Kyrie Irving doesn't have to do nothing but score. That's it. That's your job to just go out there and give us 30. They got everything they need. This team right here got everything they need. They got a bench. They got a two bigs. They got drum. LaMarcus all three bigs and Nick Claxton. They got everything they need on this team. 
I'm just excited as a basketball fan because one of my favorite players gets to go to a team, gets a fresh start, and I think he's going to be killing out there. Killing. And I ain't even talk about Cam Thomas, the young guard. That's nice. Like, this Nets team ain't no joke. What we need to see as Sixers fans, we need the MVP James Harden. The window of our Sixers has to be three or four years. Has to be three to four years. So the first year, if it don't work out, then you got two and three and maybe four. Because them, those Nets, they got a young boy over there, Ben Simmons, 25 years old. <laughs> Cam Thomas out there, Seth out there. I ain't even bringing up Kyrie and Durant because you have a bona fide young all-star in Ben Simmons. He can run his own five. Without Kyrie and Kevin Durant, we seen it. We seen Ben Simmons play without Joel Embiid when he was out 20 games. And the Sixers was on a winning streak during then. They was playing the best basketball. We understand where the hate comes from. They want more from Ben Simmons. I want more from Ben Simmons because he's one of my favorite players. I want him to shoot more. I want him to do a lot of things. But you have to look at it as when he was on the Sixers, the Sixers kind of stunted his growth because they looked at it as once they got that one season from Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons when they went into the playoffs and they said, oh, we can win with them, that switch right there opened up as a championship window. They had a championship window. Not understanding that these dudes just in their 20s early 20s they still learning and trying to understand the game LeBron James didn't win until he went to play with other good players he wasn't young like these guys was young they flipped the switch Ben sat out his first year he came back the second year third year they had these expectations he coming off injury, and he was put in the situation to win now type of situation. A lot of young dudes don't get that type of pressure on them. The only guy that I can see right now that comes to my mind that came in and won a chip was Magic Johnson, and he had the best player in the game right next to him. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons didn't have no OG old head to school them to the game. It was a young team. They surpassed what they should have done in that basically Ben Simmons first year. They made the playoffs. Every year that Ben Simmons played, they made the playoffs. And so the the disrespect sort of of a player like he's not that good or whatever. No. The Sixers knew he was that good. That's why they waited 
to trade him. They didn't just trade him for some bums. They knew he was that good or could be or could get to that level and had potential. That's why they held on to him. But we have fans and all of these other media outlets discrediting him because he doesn't have a jump shot. The game of basketball is more than just having a jump shot. Yes, we all want him to take jumpers. We want him to take jumpers and make jumpers because he's getting 30-plus mil. That's the reality. But the other reality of basketball is that you still need a person to rebound. You still need a, need a person to run the floor. You need a person to play defense. You still need a person to do all of these things, which he does a lot of things well that complements Kyrie and Kevin Durant, where it's going to make their job easier to play the game of basketball. And so the future for these two teams, I think for the short run, first, second, third year with the window of the Sixers with Harden, I think that outcome might look better than the Nets. But the Nets next year, if if everything comes together like it should be and everyone's healthy, that Nets team is, is dangerous. And so my grade... I think it's a win-win for both teams because the Sixers got what they wanted and the Nets' whole team is constructed better because they really didn't have a big man. They had to go out and and get LaMarcus Aldridge, so they didn't really have a, a certified big man. Now you do with Andre Drummond. So now your bench just got better because LaMarcus is coming off the bench. And then Nick Claxton is one of those bench guys that high motor might give you eight points, five rebounds in 16 minutes or something like that. He's one of those guys you can plug in. He'll give you a little spurt off the bench and you have that. And if Joe Harris comes back off the bench, because you got to start Seth, because he's just going to give you more of a playmaker on the on the court. He can bring the ball up. He got a handle. He can shoot it. He's going to give you more than what anyone else on your team can give, and you've seen it. These last two games against the Kings and the Knicks, he had 23 against the Kings. He had 20 against the Knicks. He out there cooking. He really couldn't do that on our team because we have a big polarizing player that needs the ball, and he'll get it when he gets it, the ball out of a double team or whatever. But Seth Curry, man, that might be – I know we, we lost something in him. And I wish we would have kept him because it gives us more spacing on the floor. He's a floor spacer, and he gives you 15 a night. Easy. And he's giving the Nets without Kyrie 
and Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons. He's averaging 20 points. Easy. Cooking out there. For the short term, the Sixers look good because of the window of Harden. Can he be an MVP? Caliber player again, if he can, that's going to give you a good window because Joel Embiid is MVP this year. The Nets, long term, they get a star under contract. They get a star young player that's 25 under contract long term, which they don't have. They didn't have that. Kyrie's getting up there in age. Kevin Durant's getting up there in age. But they got a young star where if them, those two players leave the Nets, which I don't think Kevin Durant's going to leave the Nets. He love it there. And I don't think they want Kyrie to leave. But if they do, this could be a Ben Simmons Nets team. And so the worry of all three of them leaving, if James Harden was there and then Kyrie didn't re-sign and Kevin Durant didn't re-sign and they could have left and they would have left that team in shambles, you still have a cornerstone that you can build around in Ben Simmons because that's what I think of this guy. I think that this guy is that good and you can build around him. I'm not saying he's like Giannis because Giannis is on another level, but he could be or could get to that level. But he just had to shoot the ball. So with that, people, it's a wrap. One. So that was episode 36. The Ben Simmons, James Harden trade. As you see, I broke down that blockbuster trade what the Sixers received, what the Nets received, and also my outlook on both teams, what they will look like in the future. And my hope, I hope James Harden comes back to MVP form so we can have a conversation or sit at the table of championship caliber teams. We still have to put in the work and I'm sure that James and Embiid will put in that work to get us to that level and so with that people stay safe give respect and show love one Make sure you go listen to all old and new NBC podcast episodes on all podcasting platforms. And please go to www.nothingbutconvos.com for the latest apparel.